I don't know. Have higher standards for yourself. Learn how to cook. People should learn how to cook. That is a good opportunity too. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like restaurants make homemade or make food that feels homemade. Even if it's a homemade dish, even, you know, like a meatloaf or like a, like, like a French toast or like a spaghetti and meatballs. Like I don't, I never feel like dishes at restaurants feel homemade. I think with diners though, there's no in between. I think with diners, it's like you go to a restaurant. Let's say you got, let's say you get meatloaf, homemade, diner, and fancy restaurant. The fancy restaurant is obviously trying to like subvert expectations and do all this fancy shit with it, right? The diner is just like, here's your meatloaf. And then at home, you're you're putting the work in, and if you're a, an amateur chef, like you're trying to make it good, right? I think at the diner, they're just putting food on the plate to sell it. No, it's it's watery and and just like here it is. You know, it's probably they probably boiled the vegetables. You know, they probably had the meatloaf in the fridge and just like put that in the in the oven. Yeah. You know, and then just just threw it on a plate. I don't know. Yeah. I just think homemade should be literally homemade. Just homemade. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's just me though. I mean I know a lot of people. I have I have a weird palate when it comes to shit like that. Really? Yeah, cause like I don't know. I just I don't like going to restaurants and getting shit like that. No, I mean I get it. You want stuff that you can't have normally. Yeah. Yeah, like you want something that's like, oh, this is like really prepared. Yeah, I'm paying you the I'm paying you all this money. Yeah, yeah, you want like, it to be like, oh, well, they like, really put in a good effort in making this like look really good. It tastes nice. Yeah. Like, uh, I went to Juju with Brad and yeah. And, and that stuff, if, if, you know, I, I feel like I had, I'd have to look all that stuff up, go to like the Asian store, get all the ingredients. I feel like that's going to take a lot of effort on my part to try to replicate at home, yeah. you know? So that's why I go out. Cause I'm like, this place is going to make this thing really good. You know, ramen's. Make a decent ramen at home, but if you go to Domu, you know they're you're gonna get a good ramen. That's why I go to a place like Domu and get. Well, like to make a, good... a ramen right, you need to like do it for hours. Right, it's a whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I'm not gonna go to you know some place and get like like I don't think any res- restaurant should have just a chicken plate. You know, just like here's the grilled chicken, like you know what I'm saying? Like maybe if it's like. Really, like they really went in lemon yeah. crusted, and and you know you've got all the uh, uh, fixins and the accoutrement that go with it, like a really good chicken. But otherwise, I really don't believe that chicken should just be a plate at a grilled, restaurant. I I will say grilled chicken is usually the worst thing you can pick on the menu. Yeah, I th- I'd say even worse than the fish. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it is. is the and but yeah. that exactly it's it's, the it's like item. it's the grilled cheese of the menu. You right, know? right, yeah, but. How easy, how hard is it to make a grilled chicken dish at home? It is, I think, after ground beef, grilling chicken is the easiest thing yeah. you can do at home. Some people have a phobia with dealing with chicken, though. Because my friend was like, I hate touching chicken. Are you talking about him? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
I have a phobia of eating raw chicken, <laughs> not of the chicken itself. I didn't almost burn anything. It was chicken thighs. You you almost cannot overcook chicken thighs. Well, why don't you get a meat thermometer? I have a meat thermometer. Why don't you use your meat thermometer? I don't trust it with chicken. <laughs> you don't. What do you mean? No, it's 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 it's. I just I personally like a dry, slightly chicken. drier chicken. <laughs> I do. I do. No. Genuinely, shut up. No, what, shut up. Especially chicken breast, when it's too moist, it grosses me out a little bit. If it's too juicy, you know, I'm like, this isn't good for me. It's because you've been making dry ass chicken yeah. for like 15 years. So now you're <laughs> like, oh, this is what I prefer. Liar. Liar. <laughs> Liar. I mean, I, this must. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't. That's just. That is just that's paranoia bordering on phobia. It was better after I cooked it a little I'm more. I'm sure it was. Yeah, I'm sure it was. And it was delicious. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Anyway. You know what? Let's get on rolling into this episode. Okay. I'm leaving the chicken discussion. All right. Let's talk about chicken. What's up, Brewskis? My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, the chicken phobia here. <laughs> the chicken man. I'm a chicken for chicken. <laughs> Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Bogalk? He's still great and powerful. Thank you. Tonight's brew is from Blake's Cider Co. It's the watermelon. Hard Cider Co. Hard Cider Co. Thank mm, you. Mm. It's the watermelon heat wave. Watermelon. Obi's going to have a little bit more about that after the break. What's on tap for tonight? Well, we got an update on the WWE Vince McMahon situation. Just a just a small little update. Yeah. Um, you know the 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 um, the tendrils of this this thing are are, are growing and and widening. <laughs> the and, fallout has begun. Uh huh. So yeah. um, it seems that the first domino, or I, I should say the second domino, because Vince was the first domino. Sure. The second one to fall. Oh, Laurinaitis too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, did you see? We'll talk about okay. that. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, what else do we got? Uh, we also, speaking of controversial figures, uh, apparently Elon Musk is vowing to fund Gina Carano's lawsuit against Disney for her firing in The Mandalorian. Oh, those uh, those Daily Wire checks ain't cashing, huh? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Not like they used to. Not like they. I'll tell you what. And then, last but not least, we're gonna have a big video game discussion. Uh, Microsoft mm, mm, mm. is rumored to be bringing some pretty large titles to other platforms. Yeah, uh, and this is—I mean, if you're if you're even a little bit into gaming, this is a massive, massive deal. Yeah, but probably not as massive as the 1.5 billion dollars <laughs> that Disney has paid to Epic Games. Like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, they probably saw that. They probably laughed off this the uh, uh, this Gina Carano lawsuit. Yeah. They're like, "Yo, we got we got video games to make. Yeah. Like, get get this get out, out of here. Get out of my face. Get out of here. Get out of here." All right, so let's get ripping and rolling. This is episode four fifteen of the One Beer In podcast. Yeah, yeah. Probably open this beforehand. Thank you. Cracker open. Mm. Lost to be found. 
I'll describe. How, how about I describe why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why Marco's making those noises? Uh, tell the people what we're drinking tonight. Uh, this is from Blake's Hard Cider Co. It's called the Watermelon Heat Wave. Watermelon and Chili Hard Cider comes in at six point five percent ABV, and there is a cold read at least on the box. Oh, it's also on the can too. Look at that. Mm. Uh, hot days, spicy nights. <clears throat> What's sweet without a little sizzle? Boring, that's what. So crack open this cider and brace yourself for a tsunami of juicy watermelon with a sneaky hint of chili pepper that'll make you wonder why you ever settled for a basic beverage. Embrace the heat wave anytime, anywhere. Spice level is medium. Mm. Okay, sure. Excuse me. So you're saying, why would you do that? I mean, I get why they did it. I've had like watermelon with like chili powder on it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I get yeah. what they were going for, um, but I'll reserve my opinions until later. <sighs> okay. They could be good. They could be bad. Who knows? That's sure. what. That's why sure. you. That's why you wait around, or that's why you scrub through the YouTube. <laughs> you just, just skip to the, to the end. end. Yeah. Yeah. All right. First things first. Let's talk about. <clears throat> the wwe update mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not a lot to to go over that's why we'll just start with this one sure um the john laurinaitis thing i don't know if you saw what i was bringing up he is about to jump into this lawsuit and counters i don't think he's countersuing but i think he is saying his representatives are saying that he is also a victim yeah 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 there was a statement put out from his attorney uh saying essentially that you know these accusations against me are misplaced because I was also a victim in this situation. God, I, I, I can't wait to hear how he spins this, yeah, man. Yeah. That's going to be, I mean, that's going to be some WWE level writing. <laughs> yeah, sure is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's uh, interesting only because it shows that they are not aligned. Him and Vince. Right. Number one, they're not aligned. And number two, he's tacitly... Uh, implicating Vince right, and saying that like this stuff did happen yeah, and I was victimized as well. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. They're about to, man, they're all about to eat each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another one who's been, who, who, who's starting to feel some fallout, <laughs> which, you know, honestly, uh, I don't think he, he probably doesn't care if, if we're being all the way for real. You for don't real. think? No, I don't. Brock Lesnar. One of the biggest stars in WWE, I'd say of all time, really, at this sure. point. And UFC. Yeah. F- who once considered a future first ballot Hall of Famer, a guy who they would probably celebrate and show his clips until the end of time, somebody who they would probably be, probably bring back. They'd pro- they would probably pay him as much money as he asked for to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Well... Not anymore. Sure. Because he was implicated in this lawsuit. We talked about it last week. Former UFC champion uh, was somebody who this, this, this lady, Janelle Grant, I believe is her mm-hmm. name, um, the accuser. 
the victim, also said that um, he was part of this as well. I don't think, from what I read in this in the lawsuit, Brock was Brock was a he he. I don't think he actually hooked up with Miss Grant. Mm-hmm. I think he was going to. I think he was like Vince was like bringing him in. He was like Vince. From what I, this is this is um. Uh, 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 paraphrasing, but mm-hmm. Vince asks Janelle to send him nudes, basically, and then Vince shows the nudes to Brock. Uh-huh. Then Brock gets Janelle's number, and he's like, "You know, I'm trying to slam jam that." Sure, you know, and he's like, you know, saying all this lewd stuff to her and all that, and then. But they never ended but up. But I don't think meeting. they ever actually. Yeah, but I do right. think all this does is if if Vince is like, because Brock is a Vince guy, right? Mm-hmm. So if Vince. Hits up Brock and he's like, I got one for you. Yeah. You know that conversation wasn't like, he didn't just one day be like, hey man, I don't know if you're into this or not, but I have this lady right. who I have coerced her right. into uh, 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 exchanging goods and services for her body. Right. Are you down? No, this conversation was like, hey, I got another one for you. Right. You know what right. I mean? It, it implies... A history of this yeah of course there's yeah. no way he just woke up one day and was like i think brock would be into this too yeah i mean i think that the the odds of that happening are very very small we yeah. can't say for sure obviously because we don't know mm. but uh, allegedly yeah the dominoes are starting to fall though and it's very clear um that there are far more dominoes aimed at vince mcmahon yeah than there are anywhere else yeah and, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Laurinaitis isn't the last of, you know, former cohorts that team up against him and, you know, offer to work with the FBI or anyone else who's you know, local police forces and, and mm-hmm. investigators um, to either get a better deal or to just see him fall. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you heard last episode, there's a lot of <coughs> stuff uh, alleged in this lawsuit. Yeah. So I really think I said it on Twitter, but I do think this is going to turn into a class action suit. I think a lot of people are going to come forward now that like the cat's out of the bag. And now that they have like the confidence that, you know, Miss Miss Grant has opened the door to this thing and like basically thrown the first stone. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to come forward and be like, hey, yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's a psycho. Yeah. Uh, so with Brock Lesnar specifically, you're already starting to see the fallout. He has been removed from the cover of 2K24 uh, and uh, WWE 2K, their their flagship video game. Mm-hmm. You know, again, like I said, they're, they're doing like this road to WrestleMania showcase thing. Yeah. And Brock has been a major player in WrestleMania for the past like fucking decade, bro. Like yeah, decade and a half, really. I mean, other than when he went to the UFC, when he came back. He pretty much was a mainstay. Right back to it, yeah. He is the one who broke <clears throat> under uh, the Undertaker's undefeated WrestleMania streak. Yeah. One of the most shocking things in the history of wrestling. And now, dude, it, it, it what what's crazy about all of this stuff is like when when a lot of these dudes are psychopaths, right? <laughs> yeah. And whenever something comes out about one of them, what what people or what I guess what these guys don't understand is like 
your actions are not just reflecting on you. They reflect, they're reflecting on everyone else around you, sure, including yeah. the company and your opponents, mm -hmm. right? Like Chris Benoit, for instance. Yeah. He had a historic WrestleMania win. I think either it was either 20 or 22. I don't remember off the top of my head. I think it was 20. But he beat Shawn Michaels and Triple H in a triple threat match. Really, really great match. Yeah. And now that neither one of those dudes can talk about that match at length because they sure. have to talk about Chris Benoit. But it was one of their best matches. Yeah, yeah. At least officially. You can't say it like if you're doing a WWE official documentary or something. Yeah. Uh, and all these guys inevitably... You know, crawl to the podcasts. Uh-huh. Do their shoot interviews. I don't know who would do that. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But I actually... You're all invited, except for Brock. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd have Brock on the show. Would you? Ask him, the, ask him those questions. No, I wouldn't. No. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no. I'd be... Because I, I, I wouldn't... I know I'd probably... I'd ask him one time, so what's up with this lawsuit? And he'd be like, next question. I'd be yeah. like, you're right. Sorry about that. I'm out of here. <laughs> and that would be the end of that. So. You want to see my sword? No. I would try. <sighs> see my sword. <laughs> yeah. He's still a huge dun, man. Dun, 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 he just F5s both of us. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I. Uh... So like with Brock Lesnar, now if, if he gets completely erased from the history books, it's a huge thing that he broke Undertaker's streak. He was the first guy to beat him at, at WrestleMania. He, yeah. 20, he was 21-0. and 0, And then he loses to Brock Lesnar. And if they try to scrub Brock Lesnar from the history books, like you just can't talk about that. It's, and it's, it's a lot of, lot of scrubbing. Yeah. You it's know, a lot I, of scrubbing. Uh, upon you know further thought on this topic in general uh, about specifically like scrubbing the history books of WWE uh, from their like worst actors you know like the the worst people that have been in this uh the sports entertainment game um i don't know if i agree with doing that anymore and i feel like i was more understanding in the past about like the the scrubbing of these people because you know obviously it like it brings down the brand in a way because you're constantly thinking about the horrible things that they did yeah but at the same time it's like you know are we going to not put movies that have terrible people in them uh, on streaming services. You know, like well, I mean, some of them. It's still like it's still like I can I can watch like seven, right? Like yeah. and and still enjoy that movie because there are, as you mentioned, I think it's a good uh, correlation here. There's a lot of good other actors in that. Mm -hmm. There's a great you know directing and uh, writing and and everything about that movie is also excellent. So like why threw the baby out with the bathwater in, in a sense mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. Yeah. I would rather see them keep 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 it in the vault at least for people to access if they want to. Yeah. But just, you know, don't celebrate it. Yeah. I think that's that's the the better of two evils, really. I, I, I think that's typically what they do, but the problem the problem is like sometimes they I think they go a little too overboard. Like on the WWE network any any match that Chris Benoit again headlined they just would omit his name then you have to go into the thing and and like okay I remember I thought it was really silly because I was I was watching Wrestlemania I was watching that match in particular the, mm. the triple threat match yeah and and on the WWE Network it used to have timestamps uh, okay. and you could go to the match and be like and it would say it said 
Shawn Michaels and Triple H compete in a triple threat match. And it's like, okay, <laughs> but triple means three. With a ghost. <laughs> Uh, and then that's what it would say on the like um, description of the of the event. It'd be like you know WrestleMania 20 and blah 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 blah. This person fighting this person, and then it said like you know dub, uh, world heavyweight title match, tr- triple threat match between Sean and Triple H, and then it was like Voldemort. <laughs> so that kind of stuff I think is silly. Yeah, I do agree. Like you know. Who do you? What do you think is going to happen if you just mention his name? Sure. It's, it, it's 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 fine. It's part of the history, and I think, I think partially, some of that scrubbing leads them to be able to make the same mistakes again. Yeah. You know, not worrying enough about people's mental health, uh, not giving these men and women good enough health care. Right. Um, you know, yeah, if doing you, if you risky just, things in, in the ring yeah. that you shouldn't be. Because if you just scrub it and forget about it, you don't learn from those lessons. Right. You, you just you just pretend like they didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's I, I think ultimately it's disrespectful to like either those people if they were hurt or killed themselves, or the families of those people who were hurt or killed. Yeah. Um, because you know, it, like it's part of the history. If you don't know the history, then you're doomed to repeat it. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I understand that. I mean, specifically, the WWE is, is a very, like, kid-friendly enterprise mm. at this point. Yeah. Um, but still, I yeah, just... Yeah, I mean, nobody's saying put Chris Benoit on, you know, we don't need to, we don't need to see his matches on, on live TV. Right, or make like, him the legend in 2K. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Nobody needs to play 24. as him. Like, you don't need to make him a playable character no, or anything. No. But pretending like he didn't exist is a, is a silly endeavor. Because the other thing is... When and Chris Benoit will never be vindicated. He's a monster. But mm-hmm. somebody like CM Punk, for instance, when he comes back to the company, and for ten years you pretended like he didn't even exist. You cut out all right. of his segments, all of this history that he's had. He's competed at WrestleMania multiple times. He's the only back-to-back uh, Money in the Bank winner. He's made history. He was the second longest in the modern hist- in the modern era to uh, hold the. Uh, WWE Championship until Roman Reigns so like he has a lot of his name is is plastered all over their history books yeah. and then when he goes away for 10 years you pretend like none of that happens and then he comes back and then you just re-upload all that stuff and it's like it look, it makes you look silly it makes yeah. you look petty yeah. and it doesn't look professional it just looks like uh, like like you're emotional and, and not handling it in a way that like you know Carl Malone is also a monster, but sure. they're not going to yeah. take his name. Uh, he's one. I think he's what number three or four mm-hmm. high scores of all time. You can't just take his name out of the books. Right. Although I do think that they celebrate Carl Malone too much. Too much. I guess that was probably a bad example. <laughs> I mean, there's you know there's a balance here to to be found. I think. Um, but yeah, I I again am very curious to see where all of the cards lie at the end of this thing because yeah. it seems like we're just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and the thing is, nobody is above. It's like the NFL, man. Like the way that they look at it is like the NFL. Is, the NFL is the shield. Mm-hmm. Nobody is above the shield, right? Right, right. And same thing with the WWE. There's there's no one wrestler. They've already scrubbed Vince mm-hmm. from pretty much everything. Yeah, I mean he is he was the chairman and the owner for decades. Yeah, and they've already scrubbed him. Hulk Hogan, they scrubbed him for a while, and then and then they just couldn't help themselves. <laughs> brought him back. Saw too much money, but surely, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, nobody is above the company. Yeah, you know. But also, the company is not above what will make them money. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 
It's true. Yeah. Capitalism, exactly. baby. Capitalism, baby. Okay. <sighs> this Gina Carano thing. Yeah. Ugh. Speaking of capitalism. Yeah. Oh, it's just exhausting just thinking about Gina Carano, man. I haven't for a very long time. I know, I know. And that's really just one of the most ironic parts about this is like the lawsuit is littered with like she was she was a a burgeoning star. (laughs) She was on her way to 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 superstardom, an A list actress, and then Disney and Pedro Pascal came along and wiped her out. Oh, I love the way that they've well. Just give the people uh, some context. So, uh, if you weren't aware, Gina Carano was in The Mandalorian Season 1, right? Yeah. yeah. Was she in 2 as well, or did she get cut after 2? I forget. It's been that long. Um, Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's been. But regardless. She was in Season 2. She was in Season 2, I thought so. Um, So... She uh, uh, went on yeah, cause Twitter. Yeah, she, she was on part of the missions with like Bill Burr's character, and like yeah, she was definitely in season. Two. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so. She played Cara Dune. Cara Dune, and uh, she went on Twitter as we so often do, and uh, ended up saying some stuff that wasn't very nice. <laughs> <laughs> she had been saying some stuff, some not so nice stuff for a while. Yeah, and it and it was, you know, she posts some stuff on Instagram, or she posts some stuff on Twitter, yeah. where like this 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 thing wasn't just a spur of the moment firing. Yeah, um, rather I, I should say she posted on Instagram. You're right, um, but there's backlash on Twitter yeah. with the hashtag Fire Gina Carano. Uh, the gist of her Instagram story was that. Um, there was a comparison between being a right-wing person uh, and being a Jew during the Holocaust. Yeah. And... The implication being that they're one and the same. The persecution yeah. is the same. Yeah. You know, being a, or, being a <laughs> mega-famous uh, TV star, right. as, as she's being uh, touted as, according to her attorney, and being a Jew during the Holocaust. Right, right, right. Same thing. So, so, yeah, she went on to deny the comparison. Um, she ended up deleting the story. <laughs> huh. And, uh, yeah, the back and forth that she had about this wasn't sufficient, uh, according to basically everyone on the Internet. Mm, yeah. And uh, for all intents and purposes, she was, quote, canceled for that uh distasteful instagram story yeah but not just that i mean there was it wasn't just the story it was a lot of stuff she had been saying she made fun of trans people she made fun of people with uh, pronouns in their and their bios um she made fun of the coronavirus uh or people who were taking masks seriously at the time like more like this, the this coronavirus was... <laughs> <laughs> nice dude yeah this wasn't just that the 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 IG post was the straw that broke Disney's back. Right. But the, right. but she had been doing this for a minute. Getting away with like little things here and there. Well, she was doing she was pretty much doing the right-wing grift that a lot of sort of right-wing people in um the spotlight tend to do, which is that kind of it's not virtue signaling, it's vice signaling. <laughs> 
Yeah. Have you heard that phrase? Vice signaling? Yeah. Or instead of being like, oh, I'm so woke, I you know, love everybody, man. It's like, those guys suck. Right. And I don't care that you know <laughs> that those guys suck. Yeah. You know, I hate trans people. Don't cut that out. <laughs> don't clip that out. <laughs> don't use it against me. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Because it's like, we can all agree that, you know, a trans woman isn't a real woman, right? <laughs> I mean, don't touch me. <laughs> Glad you're covering your own ass. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it was clear that that's sort of where her beliefs were, but she was part of something bigger than that and was that was, you know, really popping off at the time. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that could be easily like swept under the rug. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, let her have her different opinions, you know, it's fine right. or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, enough is enough. Yeah. And it, I mean, it came to the place where it's like, you can't, you can't, you can't say that without repercussions. Well, right. She, and, and there was, and for a while she was, she would say stuff and, and she had, she was starting to split her fan base. There was a lot of people who didn't know much about her, thought she was beautiful, thought she was good in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was enough. For a lot of people, sure, especially yeah, the, Star Wars fans, a tough girl. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Great. former MMA uh, fighter. Uh, uh, so she was sexy. She was a badass, and she was in a really popular Star Wars show. Like for a lot of people, that's enough. And they didn't do their due diligence on being like a fan of hers until yeah. she starts posting more. And then you're like, wait a minute, oh, that's kind of mean thing to do. That's kind of <laughs> shitty thing to say. And then more and more people are like, hey. Gina, don't say that. And then she would push back and be like, "Listen, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, it was just like, like that. Like, you know, look, who, who am I to say? Who am I to judge? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. It's just my opinion, man. Yeah, you know? trans people aren't people. Who am I to say? <laughs> who am I to say? Who, yeah, who you know, yeah, yeah. whomst among us? Right. Until finally, yeah, they were like, and then she, she put that post out. She put that post out yeah. because of all these other things that she was posting and people were going, hey. Getting backlash on that. And then, yeah. she, and then that's when she was like, I'm being persecuted for my beliefs right. just like the Jews were. And yeah. people were like, what? Yeah. And then that's when it finally the pendulum swung. And it's just so funny that she's like, I can't believe this happened to me. <laughs> the, I, I should say this is from the Washington Post because. Again, like I haven't thought about this in probably two years. Yeah. You know, not a thought in my head. Yeah. Um, and let me just say, as a fan of the show, she wasn't missed. <laughs> they did the uh, the Simpsons thing where it's like she went home. Yeah. Do, 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 and just floated <laughs> up, you know, like that's it. That's She's it. gone. Yeah. Um, I we should were say. fine without her. From the Washington Post. Um, she added this text to a, a quote disturbing Nazi era photo uh, and said, quote, soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews. The government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? I don't know, Gina. I can think of a couple of ways that, that yeah, a that's bit. different. A little bit. Yeah. Handful yeah. of ways that that's different. Mm-hmm. Just a little different. Yeah. Just slightly different. So um, it's, it's coming back to me a little bit more now. Uh, from like at the time she was cloaking herself and a lot of her fans that agreed with her point of view were cloaking themselves with the free speech yeah that's what they all do and again i mean especially once she was fired from mandalorian 
it became this big thing of like, oh, what happened to free speech? I thought this was America. Yeah. Like it always happens. Sure. And I, I like, I feel like we're saying this until we're blue in the face, but f- free speech doesn't mean you can't get fired for saying something. I mean, I, I just don't understand how many times we, why we have to have this conversation every time something like this happens. We have to explain constitutional rights versus your rights under a private uh, uh, enterprise. Like, I don't, I don't really, I just, I, at this point, I'm just like, you know what? If you don't get it, fuck you. You're an idiot. I just don't understand how you, you don't get it without being willfully ignorant about it. Absolutely. So that's Absolutely. why I, I, I also don't have patience for it anymore. Yeah. Because it's very obvious what the difference is. Yeah. So. It does, it's in plain speech, people have explained it over and over and over again. And every time we get to something like this, it's the same fucking th- conversation. Yeah. It's like, no, you just, you, if you're, if you're. If you are uh, intentionally refusing to believe or being obtuse about it, that's on you. But you don't get to go to a court and be like, I didn't get it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. I couldn't say that kind of thing. It's like, well, the well, rest of us did. <laughs> Her defense were, or was, my words were consistently twisted to demonize and dehumanize me as an alt-right-wing extremist. Uh, it was a bullying smear campaign aimed at silencing, destroying, and making an example out of me. Well, when people say stuff like that, it's it's not as if we can't just go back and look at your social media, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't, uh, it's one thing if it's a private conversation between you and another person and it's he said, she said, and that person is saying that you said something that you didn't say, and then you can have that kind of defense of like, my words were twisted, that's not what I meant, but this is social media, and since celebrities can't help themselves but post on social media, they share a lot of shit that they believe. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, they wake up at 3 a.m. and they're like, I'm going to post this Nazi meme because, <laughs> you know. It's funny. And, it's and, funny. And, and, then, and then you want to you wanna wake up later in the day and be like, oh, that's not what I meant by that. It's like, yeah. I, I don't, how else could you have meant that? How well, else could you have meant? There was one. There was one really silly one but it's still like really it, it, it's she she put uh i think she put beep boop in her in her bio mm. making fun of people who put pronouns oh i see and that's people very funny yeah it's and, good exactly and people I were identify like, as a, a, a attack uh, helicopter yeah yeah and people were like gina that's not funny like the people put pronouns in their names for a reason like there's there's like you're again, you're being willfully ignorant of like why people are are, are doing this stuff, and it's sure. it, it's starting to get clearer and clearer uh, about your beliefs surrounding trans people and 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 non-binary people and people who don't you know see themselves reflected in their gender spectrum and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So like, what is what is the what is the punchline there? What's the punchline there? What's what's supposed to be funny about that? Yeah, you know, and. Some people were like, "Oh, it's just a silly little joke," but it's like, "But what's what's the joke? What's what's the what's the punchline? That trans people don't exist. That, that trans people's existence stupid. is silly. Like, yeah. yeah." So it's stuff like that where she's like, "It was a joke and it was misconstrued." And it's like, "But but it's Gina, just a prank, bro." How? Yeah. And it's like, how else could it be? If your prank is 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 punching people in the face and then running away and then you're like I just it was just a prank well you still did the thing I don't really understand what the joke is right. what's the prank well then even within this article like another one of her responses kind of I don't know contradicts what she's trying to say by like 
you guys just didn't get what I was trying to say. Yeah. And like it wasn't against certain people. Yeah. Um, because again, in this Washington Post article um, on social media, she said that uh, her co-stars were not disciplined for sharing their political views against Republicans on social media, quote, yeah. even though some would find their statements abhorrent. Mm. 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 So you admit that people find your statements abhorrent sure. and, and could be misconstrued or construed as abhorrent. Right. But, but it sounds to me like she knows exactly what her statements were saying. Right. Because... So she's just saying the other side. She's saying of that I thing. could, yeah. If, if you guys are supporting LGBTQ plus people, I cannot do that, right? right? And if and if you're gonna punish me for my beliefs, you should punish everybody. If you believe Black Lives Matter, maybe I don't. Right. So why am I being punished? Yeah. Right. Just my beliefs, dude. So uh, you know, fast forwarding <laughs> quite a bit yeah. to uh, this year. Apparently, this is bubbling back up because Elon Musk promised that anyone who was uh, unfairly treated uh, based on something that they said on X, X. Uh, he would fund a uh, an attorney, I guess. Yeah. A case. Yeah. For them. He's, he flat lawsuit. out said he would pay their legal fees for anybody who was fired or, or um, I think I think it was just anybody who like lost their job over something that they said on Twitter. Yeah. He said he would pay their legal fees. So now he's there. The ex Twitter. They actually came out with a statement saying that like they're definitely helping her with the lawsuit. Yeah. So uh, it's not. I don't think surprising that he would want to do that. Yeah. Given sort of the trajectory he's been on, especially after the purchase of X. Yeah. Strangely enough, it seems like that was a, I don't know if it was a catalyst, but it was definitely like the starting point of his turn to the right. Yeah. Politically. Um, and this is very, and again, check out this Washington post article. Um, because they spelled out pretty clearly. It's like going ever since DeSantis did it, going up against Disney is like a right wing grift in itself. Yeah. Being anti Disney. Yeah. Because they're woke and whatnot. Um, and that seems just to be the reason why, other than like his, you know, First Amendment kind of uh, demagoguery on X, mm. that seems to be why he would be interested in doing this in the first place. Yeah. It's just because he wants to, you know, be that guy. To, to heed the cries of the right wing. He's been on this immigration thing for a while, too, now. I really? Know, yeah. I haven't seen any of that. Past couple of weeks, he's been on this big immigration kick. Mm. Yeah, or anti-immigration kick, really. He says he's not anti-immigration. He's anti-illegal immigration. He does the right wing thing of, like, they're swarming our borders. Yeah, yeah. Thousands and thousands of them a day. We can't yeah. stop this flood of people coming over Oh, no, the it's an invasion. It's an That's invasion. They, yeah, yeah. It's a tactical invasion. And he's like, you know, I, I support legal immigration. I want these guys to, to get over the border and then register their name. Yeah. You know, that's all I want. And and also uh, um, voter fraud. He's been he's oh, been course. doing a lot of voter of fraud stuff. He's hitting all the hits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I mean, you know, gosh. election year, you got to you got to you got to start hitting the hits. Yeah. The hits of election year, voter fraud, uh, uh, <laughs> putting uh, razor wire in the water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, good. It's yeah. good. Good idea. So this this lawsuit, they finally okay. So she's she's bringing a suit against Disney, Lucasfilm, 
and I think it's just Disney and Lucasfilm, right? Yeah. This is this is where it gets fun. Okay. <laughs> she wants seventy five grand in back pay. Mm-hmm. Just like, damn, you wouldn't get paid shit for that show. Yeah, no. <laughs> she also wants to be recast. She wants to be put back in the show. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm sure everyone would love that after she threw everyone under the bus. Dude, I can you imagine being like you got fired from a job and everybody like everyone was happy you're gone and like no everyone was like, Yeah, that person kinda fucking sucked. And then by some happenstance you get the job back or you fight for the job back. You don't just get it back, you fight for yeah. it. Yeah. It's legally mandated that you have to get that job back. And then you're just shoulder to shoulder with people who are like, Ugh, why are you here? We hate you. I thought you were gone. You suck. Oh man, that that part of the the <coughs> excuse me, lawsuit made me laugh out loud. I said, yeah. like, that's so funny. Because she knows. She got fired. Right. Yep. She went on her wrong, unjustly fired thing, and and then you know uh, Ben Shapiro's mousy ass can come squeaking in, <laughs> he jumps in and he's like, "Come over to the Daily Wire. Uh, come over to the Daily Wire. Daily Wire. And we'll we'll fund your movies. We'll put you in a bunch of movies. You know, we'll 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 show the world that you're a, that you're a star and that you know you can be right wing and be and be a, a star." Yeah. We're going to make you into this big movie star that you deserve to be. Uh, and then those movies went double wood. <laughs> and now she's like, I need that fucking Disney money, dog. Yeah. And and uh, there was one report where like she was at some con and people were like, ugh, the Gina Carano table. <laughs> and just and she just for she sat there for hours and not a person came up and talked to her. Uh-huh. And then that's when I think that was like the catalyst for her going like this fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know, we're going after Disney. Called our attorney, crying. Like, this is bullshit. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I would say that if there was ever a time where a person could, couldn't could be just conservative or right-leaning and they lost their job because they were just conservative, I would feel bad for that person because that's, sure. you can, you know, that, that would be, I think that would be, I shouldn't say unjust because you're working f- as a contractor. It's an at will. You sign a contract, and and you know if you're if you're uh, uh, I think the I don't know like where I guess California is where Disney and Lucasfilm are based out of mm-hmm. as far as like tax information yeah. and like all that stuff. You're an at will employee, right? So they can fire you for anything. You don't have to be. They don't have to have. It's going to be very difficult, just from a legal standpoint. This was, I was just like reading like lawyers and stuff talking about it. Mm. From a legal standpoint, it's going to be very difficult for her to prove that, or to not to prove because you don't have to prove unjust. You can't you can't sue a company for unjustly firing you in an at will state yeah. because they don't need to justify firing you. Sure. They can just be like, listen, it's not working out. You're gone. Yeah. And and that's and that's it. And you can quit for any reason too. You don't have to give a reason. You could just stop showing up for work and that's that's how that works. True. So it's gonna be very difficult for her to win this lawsuit because it's like what are you what are you going to say? Like if Disney doesn't want to work with you anymore, you were in a state where they can just decide not to work with you anymore. Yeah. They don't have to give a reason. May you may think if you can prove that there was internal documents that said we fired her because she's conservative 
or because she's a woman, mm-hmm. then yeah, you have a lawsuit on your hands. But yeah. otherwise, it's just really your performance could be enough. And by the way, she's not a very good actress. So <laughs> and, and <laughs> like it could have they very well. And I'm not saying that 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 is their excuse, obviously. But I'm saying they very well could very well could just go into the courtroom and be like, she's not a very good actress. We yeah. fucked up. We shouldn't have cast her. Sure. I I mean I think. Even if even if she was fired for just being quote a right leaning person, from the things that she had said up to that point of her firing, that's enough for them to easily say, "All right, let's pull up that tweet, that tweet, that tweet, this Instagram thing. This all is why, and yeah. it's because the way we interpret, and a lot of other people have interpreted." What you wrote here was anti-Semitic. Uh, it was, you know, uh, uh, anti-trans, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. And those are things we consider fireable offenses. Yeah. That's it. It's it's simple as that. Yeah. And I don't I don't know why <laughs> they would even try to get away with this. Yeah. I I, I don't I, understand. I, I think maybe her lawyers just think like the controversy and the and the attention that she's gonna get from this PR, may PR, that's it. Yeah. But again, it's like I think she kind of got to the top of the mountain when it comes to like right wing entertainment. I don't know who else you're gonna go to. Like you've you've got the Daily Wire funding your your million dollar projects to right. do your westerns and your sure, yeah. I don't know. Um and none of that worked out for you, and it's just like I, that, that's that's pretty much it. It's it's over. I'm sorry, it's over. Yeah, yeah. It's it's done. She if you want that little measly seventy five grand bag. I mean, she's probably in a tough way right now. She could try to get into politics. Yeah, that's probably the next yeah. step. Yeah, that's probably or, the next. Step. Or become one of these recurring pundits on a, you know Fox or uh, yeah. News Nation or whatever. Right, right, right. She can be on Gutfeld. Yeah. Gutfeld. Gutfeld. Yeah. Yeah, she could be the new woman on there. The new, <laughs> the other woman. Yeah, yeah. Well, get rid got... of the glasses, woman. We need a tough chick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the glasses. No, no, no. You got to get rid of the old one because oh. the glasses chick is hot. Okay. So you keep the pretty one. You get rid of the old one. Uh huh. You bring in. The you tough take her out one. to pasture. <laughs> <laughs> Leave her to the libs. <laughs> and uh, and then, they uh, respect women. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, that's that's what you do. That's that's what she's going to do. I mean, she very well could run for, like, you know, any kind of, like, small government thing and sure. probably win in a conservative state. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Glenn Jacobs, a.k.a. Kane, a professional wrestler, can win in Tennessee, yeah, yeah. she could certainly find some uber-conservative state and and run out of there and yeah. and and uh and and yeah and and the grift just keeps on grifting sure you know so but Good her point. career in entertainment is probably over most likely i can't really see a comeback at least in hollywood i i would say i don't think anyone's gonna bring her back ah, man she missed she missed the boat on the uh sound of freedom man she should have oh yeah. if only she could have been a part of that oh yeah maybe they'll make a sequel yeah she can be the new uh avenging uh uh child saver yeah yeah right yeah yeah yeah. it's just that or is that is that too liberal to to make a sequel with a female lead yeah yeah how do you even or maybe that's how they that's how they twist it they're like look we're not scumbags it's a female lead yeah it's a female lead in in our movie like look look at us yeah they really should be looking at people like gina carano and 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 doing stuff like that she she's she's perfect i mean she's 
who's everything that you could want in that as far as her look is concerned yeah if you want to make movies like that make look it's it's so easy guys it's so simple so simple it's so simple you you can use like that 1 million dollar budget make a super strapped down like straight up action movie with her guns fighting all that stuff bloody gory i don't know have it be about her assassinating some uh, uh, I don't know, uh, um, dictator in, in the Middle East or something. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like uh, make extraction, but with her yeah. on a much smaller budget. Yeah. And it it could like seep into the mainstream, mm-hmm. you know? You don't have to make it all about like, well, you know, this is about a a, a trans woman that is, is trying to steal your babies. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. It's always those weird undertones that that they can't seem to let go of. It's overtones, though. Overtone, it's what they're yeah. doing. Right, right. Right. They're so very, yeah. like they can't help themselves. Like you can be sneaky about it at least. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why they why conservative and right leaning writers and directors like right, just write just write your movie, but they stuff it full of of like these oddly weird, like very overt. And and liberal uh, uh, filmmakers do the same thing, so uh-huh. it's not like, but and 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 that comes off as corny too, especially sure, when sure. it's too obvious. When it's just like, when there's no nuance, there's no subversion, there's no like thought behind it. It all comes off bad. But if a liberal is trying too hard to spread their message. The message is usually a message of Black Lives Matter, <laughs> you know, you know, Equality listen to women, all. you know, it's always and if it's an overt message and it's too hits you over the head and obvious and it's, it's not good writing, it's preachy. Yeah. But at the same time, the message is that generally respect good. people. Yeah. And 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 a lot of times with right leaning messages, the message is like, I want to go back to when America was good. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired of of this new world that I'm living in. I look around and I see hipsters and and women with pink hair and people that I can't identify their gender. Why won't they show me their genitalia? Ah! (laughs) And and that's your that's your overt message. Right. It's like don't what bathroom are you using? Right. You don't get why the jokes don't land in your movie. Right. Right. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think overall we can all agree. Don't be too preachy. That's it. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, make a good, make a good movie. Yeah, make a good TV show. Whatever you're gonna do, make it nice. Yeah, make it, make, make it, it nice. Make it nice. Make it nice. I'll make it nice. Hey, make it nice. Make it yeah. nice. Make it nice. But yeah, I don't see this going anywhere. I mean, even with all the money that Elon's promising, I don't, I don't really see where. And I'm, <laughs> I'm no legal expert here, but I just don't logically, unless there's some legal loophole that they know about that I don't see how this makes any sense on paper and i and honestly i don't see elon putting up as much money as he's promising of course not yeah. of course not yeah he's doing this uh-huh. this is what he does he just doing a lot of yapping right right okay. i mean what do you that's another that's actually another good question i want to ask what do you think elon's end game is here because he's clearly like Drawn a line in the sand. Yeah. For who he is, what his beliefs are, 
for better or worse, you know, he's made a lot of fans because of it mm-hmm. and a lot of enemies because of it too. Like, what do you think his endgame is with this whole, like, shift to the right? And he may have had these beliefs the entire time, but he was not as outspoken as he is now, yeah. for sure. Well, I think... Yeah, I think I think that that's the case. I think he I think he always had these beliefs, and I think now that he owns Twitter, he can say whatever he wants, and like who's gonna who's gonna stop him, right? Yeah. I think number one, that's a big thing. I think now that he's on a social media platform that he owns, he can say whatever he wants, and n- nothing can be done about it. Yeah, right. Before, if he said something too crazy, his account could get banned. Sure. So you're looking around and you're looking at all the people that you uh, listen to and trust and believe in, and you're and you're looking at them say crazy things, and then their accounts getting banned. You're like, you know what? I'm keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. So number one, that. Number two, I think now that he's kind of come out as who he he's been more overt about his beliefs. I think that I think that once you do that, I think once the controversy kind of settles, once you get canceled and then uncanceled and whatever, yep. you, you, your your fan base kind of shakes out to what it's going to be. Mm. Look at Louis, for example. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Louis is still mega popular with a certain sect of sure. com- uh, uh, comedy fans. Um, after all of this stuff shook out, he's still making millions of dollars, right? Yeah. Obviously not as popularly, popular as he was or ever yeah. will be, but... So I think that's... The thing is, once he started saying this stuff, and then he started, all, all, the, all these people who thought he was Tony Stark realized he's not, and were like, oh, okay, we're, we're going to, we we turn on him, and it's yeah. like, oh, this guy's actually a moron. <laughs> all yeah. those people, if you have millions of people going, oh, you're not actually as smart as I thought you were. You're, mm. you're an idiot. Mm. And then on the other side, you've got all these people going, yeah, man. Same. Totally. I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. You're the fucking man. You're the best. And, and he's got all these reply guys in his. Why wouldn't you just continue to regurgitate that same message to those same people? Sure. People always say that liberals are in an echo chamber, but I think everybody's really in their own sort of echo chamber because you don't. How often do you want to go in a space where you have to argue with people unless you're a combative person? Sure. Yeah. But if you're not and you just want to be safe. People always make fun of safe spaces, but mm-hmm. conservatives want safe spaces too. Sure. They just don't say it the same way. A conservative won't say, I want to be in a safe space, but a conservative person does want to go to a bar where they can get a, a, a beer, mm-hmm. not a Budweiser. Not a, not a Bud Light, that's for sure. And they can talk to people who are like-minded. Yeah. That, I'm sorry to say it, is a safe space. Sure. Yeah. For you to be who you want to be around people who believe the thing that you believe. I think the difference here is that it's a safe space for them, but because they lash out at other people, it's not a safe space for others. So they feel like it's a dangerous space. Well, you know? right, yeah. Right. Which, they, which well, goes both ways, mind you. Like if you're in like, I don't know, San Francisco and you're at a gay bar mm-hmm. and you walk in uh, you know, wearing a trump hat right it's not a safe space for you it's, it's not, not a safe space right. and that's and that's the, but that's that's the very definition of safe spaces right you're going outside of your safe it's space safe and you're going into you. dangers yeah <laughs> so that's not yeah so you can't you don't get to make fun of safe safe spaces you want to be in one sure you don't want to go to a gay bar we, we, and be combative <laughs> and, and fight with yeah. people and and be zeroed out in those places you're not welcome in those places yeah and i think See, the thing is, I I hate to, like, kind of draw a line in the sand myself between 
liberals and conservatives because you know obviously we both have liberal or more liberal or more conservative friends family etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. not trying to you know cast everyone as one thing or another but i'd say at large the difference is and it's i think demonstrable that liberals tend to be more accepting of others as opposed to conservatives by definition alone you know being liberal about something means hey you know i could give it or take it come on over let's see how we we hang out right and i i think that's one of the main cornerstones of quote liberalism that i will always identify with which is like i would rather have people challenge my opinions and maybe learn something as opposed to just be combative with someone and not listen to their opinion. Right. And never talk to someone that's not like me, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think liberalism tends to lean more towards a live and let live society. Yeah. As opposed to conservatism, conservatism which, you know, in my opinion, tends to lean more towards these are the rules. This is what good means. This is what bad means. Where do you sit? Yeah. You know? I would say, just as playing devil's advocate, conservatives would, would say the exact same thing on their end. That, hey, listen, I believe what I believe. You believe what you believe. We can all sit at the same table. The problem is you want to force your beliefs on me. And that's where we fight. Because sure. I believe that God should be in school and you don't. And that's that's fine. But when you want to force your atheism on me, that's when I got to push back. Yeah. And I think that that's... You could make that argument on both ends, depending on the person. Right. That's true. However, 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 your honor, um, even in that argument, the (laughs) the forcing of the religious beliefs in itself is uh, is is what you're saying you're trying to uh, fight against. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that. That. Yeah. Doesn't work. The core belief. (laughs) Is the problem right? Like at the end of you, the day, like you still, you still don't like this person for this reason, right? Or you don't like what they're doing, which is a nice way of saying you don't like them. Yeah, because I like that's the other thing is like I don't, I don't like the argument of like I'm a conservative person. That means I am religious and I don't think that gay people should get married. Yeah, and that's just my belief. Yeah. And that's how I feel about it. Yeah. And you're, like, spo- and you're supposed to be like, well, I mean, that's just their belief. You well, know? look. Who am I to tell them not to believe that? <laughs> look, in, in, look here's, here's the deal, man. For me personally, if you want to feel that way, God bless you. Mm. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your life the way you are. But I can't help but feel inherently that you're walking around thinking that gay people are evil. Right. Are bad. Right. You have an assumption about them. Right. Whereas me as a liberal person is not walking around going every conservative is racist. Every conservative is anti-LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a fiscal conservative. I don't know. You know, like I'm willing to have that conversation yeah. and judge you based on that. But I will judge you if you don't believe trans people are real. Right. <laughs> you know, or, or, or whatnot. Right. So... I don't know. I, I again. I feel like it's it's a vice versus virtue signaling. Mm. I'd much rather be virtue signaling if, between the two. If yeah. I had to choose one, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So to bring it back to Elon Musk, I do think that like the end game there is to remain around people opposite of what you're saying. They're yeah. already fans of his, so he can can he can just be the king of this land that he's created or bought yeah. <laughs> and and. 
<clears throat> I can't even say cultivated because he's only made it worse. But I, I, at the end of the day, like he can remain at the top of this mountain and you no matter what happens beneath him, he's always going to have his fan. I think, I think I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> I'm not an expert in any one field, but just looking at him and what he does and what he says, I think he so desperately, desperately, desperately wants to be liked. Sure. And I think once he lost that side of the aisle of people like, like us who years ago, I mean, I have, I have rap lines where I would compare myself to Elon Musk sure. thinking yeah. like this guy was a genius. Right. It's like old Trump lines. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, once you lose those people, it's like, well, you're never going to get them back. And I think that that hurt him. Sure. I think that that was, I think he has become more aggressive in his beliefs because so many people who touted him as this renaissance man mm -hmm. have turned on him. Yeah. Now he's like, oh, well, you know what? Well, fuck you then. And I, I think that, I think he was hurt by that. And I think that now he's like, you know, he's never going back. And the people who uh, liked his opinions once he started saying crazier and crazier things, he was like, oh, well, these are my people. These people listen to me. These people love me. Because right. he, sta he sta you again, when you talk about echo chambers, like he continue he just replies to the Interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think there's a real end game in mind. He doesn't seem like a guy who has an end game. He seems like a guy who's just like, well, these, these people, it's kind of like Trump. I think mm -hmm. Trump is mm -hmm. the same way. I don't think Trump, I think that once he started saying things and a certain crowd reacted to it, he was like, oh, well, I'll just keep talking to them. These are my people. Yeah, it's like it's like going out. It's like being a barker 100 years ago, yeah. and you're talking to a crowd of 30, 40, 50 people. You gather around, and you start trying to sell your snake oil. Yeah. Once this 15 people walk yeah. away because they're like, you're full of shit, right. then you go, well, fuck them anyway. Yeah. And then you've got 30 people yeah. here going the, like, I'll take some. The ones left are like foaming at the mouth. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So you're like, oh, these are my people. Yeah. And I can come back every week and sell snake oil to these people. And they and, will buy. And go, fuck those guys, right? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck exactly. those guys. So I, you know, Give me more of that snake oil. Yeah. I don't think anybody's really trying to reach across the aisle when it comes to that kind of stuff. So Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. Well, well, it, it's going to be fun to see how this this lawsuit plays out because uh, they are. Is she dressed like Belle and and Snow White? <laughs> I, what what is that outfit? Kinda, yeah, kinda. Um, <laughs> this is just distracting. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just gonna be it's just gonna be interesting to to see how that plays out because, um, you know. Disney and Lucasfilm, by extension, have much bigger fish to fry right now. Yeah, yeah. They're moving on to bigger and better things. Like, I don't know, one and a half billion dollars <laughs> uh, invested into Epic Games, the company that created Fortnite. And they're just like, I, I, I get, I get, well, okay, let's just, just I'm frustrated by this a little bit. Okay. Because <laughs> you couldn't tell. Use your words. Because <laughs> the more and more I think about it, it's like, all right, is Disney going to pay Epic to make Lucas games or Lucas art? You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, are they going to? What is all of this for? This is 1.5 billion dollars to just have more and more 
uh, Disney characters and and Star Wars characters in Fortnite because so, there's only so much that Fortnite can. I know that it's this thing that makes millions of dollars a oh, year. It's a juggernaut. Yeah, I know. I get that. I understand why you would invest money into a company like that. I get that. But yeah. the potential of Fortnite is it only goes so far. No matter how many cool characters and funny things that you do, Goku and Peter Griffin fighting <laughs> in, on the same map yeah. is silly and fun and fantastic. I'm not I'm not hating on that. Yeah. But the game is a third person uh, battle royale shooter. Yeah. That's all it is. There's nothing else to it. Well, here's the thing is from what I understand this purchase is it says right here in Ars Technica uh, for an equity stake in the gaming conglomerate Epic Games. Wow. So they're going to quote collaborate on all new games, so not just Fortnite. Uh, and entertainment universe that will further expand the reach of beloved Disney stories and experiences. And so it sounds like, yeah, it's kind of like a buy-in to say, use this money to start developing new games for us. So Disney properties, like Epic, you guys know what you're doing with games, figure it out. Here's Here's some cash. To throw at this problem, okay, you okay. know. See, I'm with that. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. All right. Yeah. I don't believe that this is a, this is a buy-in. Mm. This is a mm. buy-out, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, you think that one point, that one point five is just a start? Yeah. Oh, Disney yeah. will own Epic Games in the next three years. Mark my words, they will own. <laughs> They're dipping a pinky. Oh in there. yeah. Disney will own Epic Games in the next three years. Yeah. Put a timestamp okay. on it. Disney okay. will own Epic Games. Maybe. There's no doubt Maybe. in my mind. Maybe. 1.5 buy-in, and then they're just going to go, you do it. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Well, to put this in perspective, which I didn't realize this myself, but Epic, as of 2022, was valued at $32 billion. Wow. Holy so, shit. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, still. I still, I I still think. Because, I mean, what's 35 if 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 the company's worth thirty two mm-hmm. to a company like uh, Disney, yeah. Well, maybe this is a testing ground to be like, what can you guys do with this? And if it works out, it works out. If not, then you know yeah. we'll see. I don't like. I don't want to see that happen because I would be worried that you know one umbrella would be in control of all Disney properties. That seems like yeah, it'd be, be limiting for the games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I prefer more of what they've done before, which is like, well, at at one time EA had full rights to Star Wars, for yeah. instance. But like, you know, kind of bouncing around to the developers that they like for a specific project. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, that, you know, that being said, Epic's big enough, obviously, to do strange things and kind of do whatever they want to do with that money. Yeah. So what else has Epic done outside of Fortnite? <sighs> A good question. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously their biggest. Uh, I mean, I'm, and I know that cow. they have a lot of uh, mobile gaming stuff, but yeah, I mean, have they see. done anything like significant as far as like a AAA title? Epic Games. Uh, games. Epic Game Game. Epic Games Games. Uh. This looks like a lot of bullshit. <laughs> well, you know, they they had. They were with the entire Unreal Engine stuff, so there's tons of games here technically. Um, yeah, 
Mm. Let's go to their website. Yeah. Let's go to their website. Yes. Yes. Well, they have. See, it's it's confusing because they have their own <coughs> game store, so they sell games themselves through their own game store as well. So mm. they're making money off that. Mm. Uh, Fortnite, Rocket League, Fall Guys. They made Rocket League. Apparently, or they, huh? Um, and yeah, they have the Unreal Engine. You can create in Fortnite MetaHuman, Twin Motion, Reality Scan, Reality Capture, uh, all those tools to use to make your game. So they're making money off that. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that Epic doesn't make. I mean, it's it's clear that they they have a very good uh, business model. Yeah, I'm just wondering about like, as you said about EA, if Disney says, uh, so we're gonna let you guys make these next couple of games, see what you got. Mm-hmm. I want to know that Epic can actually do it and not just do a bunch of third person shooters that look like fucking Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And what what kind of games are they trying to make with Disney properties? I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be like platformers for kids with like mickey mouse and stuff yeah that'd be cool but um <clears throat> i don't know i mean there's tons of potential if, if you're looping in everything disney like i don't know i could i could see them maybe vying for like a sports deal for espn um yeah that'd be cool they could do obviously star wars uh Indiana honestly Jones. okay let's stop beating around the bush the only thing i care about is star wars like yeah. i don't that's all i'm really concerned with Oh, I guess all the Marvel stuff too. We're Marvel, forgetting about yeah, all the Marvel yeah. stuff. They could do a shit ton of Marvel's stuff. Marvel's huge. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, because they're they're a publisher, <laughs> they're not a, a developer. developer yeah. So, actually, they worked on or they published Alan Wake too. <laughs> so okay, as as of recent as Alan Wake too. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. I maybe I was unfamiliar with your game, <laughs> Epic Games. Oh, I mean, they've been they've been in in the game ah. uh, forever since like MS DOS days. Okay, so, okay, yeah, okay, been, all right, okay, okay. Been around for a very long time. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I I'm I'm interested to see what they do with this collabo. It's a huge it's a huge deal. Huge, huge. Um, maybe not as huge as the rumors with Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, that. Uh, that's a big one. That's pretty big. That's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah, big so, deal. Uh, <coughs> Microsoft, there are rumblings uh, across the internet. Rumblings and bumblings. And far too many people have been talking about this for it to be at least 100% untrue. Yeah. Uh, that a lot of Microsoft's uh, original games are going to be coming to PlayStation and other platforms <sighs> in the near future. Buddy. So... Yeah, yeah. It it um, immediately caused a lot of fanboys, <laughs> Xbox fanboys. Let's not mince words here. Yeah. Um. To to start screaming. I can't believe how upset some. They were so mad, so mad. I am at this stage a pretty big Sony person. Yeah. But if you told me that like you could get Sony exclusives on the Xbox, I wouldn't even read that article. It wouldn't even register on any on something that I was concerned and with. I, I, who cares? It's you want less people to be able to play games. <laughs> it is you uh, fucking nerds. Yeah, it's 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 dumb. It's dumb. 
I, I think it is indicative of where Xbox as a place to play games is right now, though. Yeah. Because there aren't many originals on Xbox that you can't find, at least on PC. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so I think the fan base is kind of rabid for their own proprietary, like, this is our thing. This is an Xbox-only thing. Again, that's so silly. Like, I, I, yeah. If you're a child, I, can, sure. I get yeah, saying yeah. that. If you're a grown man, I mean, dude. Well, I think the to... I think the problem is a lot of a lot of our generation were children when like the gaming wars started. Yeah. <laughs> of your Oh yeah, we are and... we are we are children of the console wars. Yeah. We yeah. survived. Right. We're veterans of yeah. the console wars. I think I think a lot of people of of our generation and maybe a little bit younger grew up and didn't grow out of that sort of mentality which is really dumb it's really it's sad yeah it's sad that yeah. you're an adult and you care, you care that you care that what much other people it. are doing right you know right right who cares yeah who cares let yeah. let's just let let other people play games and if you're upset about you know your console not delivering the exclusives that you want you know just get the other console when you can I, well, I mean yeah being upset about <clears throat> it's one it, it'd be one thing if phil specter was spencer was like phil, phil specter <laughs> If he came back from the dead yeah. and uh, and and he was in the studio and he was like, "Listen, we are going to remove these games from Xbox mm-hmm. and put them on PlayStation." Then yeah, sure, I get I get the vitriol. Yeah, but just being like, "Yeah, these other people are going to be able to play this game too." It's like and you sound like such a baby. Like, no, they can't play. You said only we could have that, and now you're giving it to everybody else. What does it matter? What does it matter? What like? What does it matter other than you having buyer's remorse and being like, you know? Yeah, that's exactly it. You guys told me that I could only play, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Halo on Xbox. So I bought an Xbox. Yeah. Like, okay. But, but if you're upset about that, then you're very clearly not an Xbox fan. Mm. You were you were a fan of maybe that one game. And sure. you were a fan of the idea of like being able to play that game and you being the only one to be able to play, play that game or you yeah. and, and, and other Xbox fans. But... You're clearly not a fan of Xbox if they tell you that other people can have this thing, and then you go, "Well, I wouldn't have bought one <laughs> if I didn't. Ha- if if you were gonna fucking give it to everybody else anyway." Yeah, yeah. You know how shitty that sounds. It's like, so, are you fuck you? Yeah, it's it, it, it's really really dumb, mm-hmm. and I don't even want to give it more attention, honestly, because I can't, I can't fight with crazy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and to me, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but. People got upset enough that Phil Spencer himself came out on Xbox on X <laughs> on Xbox <laughs> and said, uh, "We're listening and we hear you. We've been planning a business update event for next week where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of Xbox. Stay tuned." So that to me tells tells me this is true. Mm. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, you know. I should say too that uh, it's not just PlayStation. They're also planning on uh, putting games on Switch as well. Yeah. So. Okay. Enough with the negativity. Let's talk about the positives. This is awesome for for PlayStation people. I I am very happy that people who only have one console and that's a lot of people. These consoles aren't cheap. Yeah. Um, are able are going to be able to play some of the stuff that was locked away to them. Yeah. I know. just want to play Starfield, man. Yeah, there you go. I want Starfield. Yeah. I thought that Starfield was a was a 
multi-platform and it wasn't mm. and i was so upset it is it's multi-platform it's pc and xbox <laughs> yeah right <laughs> that's it but if they if the rumors are true and they bring starfield to playstation i mean that's the first game i'm buying yeah yeah and I stuff like uh, another one that was like one of the first that was rumored was hi-fi rush and if you playstation guys haven't played that awesome game mm. very mm. very cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so yeah there there's been a lot of rumors going up to even like you know the the true original xbox games like uh gears and halo um dude gears on playstation that's unheard of i can't i can't i can't even i can't even fathom yeah seeing seeing the playstation logo and then gears yeah. coming up like what and then xbox studio <laughs> yeah uh yeah i mean i think wild i think it is a good thing for everyone if they go forward with this yeah and even if they just start testing the wires like um PlayStation did with PC, mm-hmm. like putting their games on PC, uh, like every once in a while dropping another game that was formerly exclusive. I I don't see a downside because, you know, the product that Xbox has been selling for the past like five years hasn't even really been the consoles. It's been Game Pass. Right. We've talked about the value of Game Pass and mm-hmm. it being incredible. So this feels like one step closer to getting Game Pass everywhere yeah. and making it a subscription service everywhere. Yeah. And that seems more lucrative because it, it see, like from what I've read and what, what I've heard other people talk about in the industry, Game Pass as it stands right now isn't as lucrative as it should be. Yeah. It loses money, actually. So if you can flip that sort of program and make it so that it's open to Everyone, anyone who can possibly download a game can mm-hmm. get on Game Pass. Um, I, I think that could be their key to success in the future, you know? And lucrative for them means lucrative for uh, Xbox fans because, like, Xbox is being outsold almost three to one mm-hmm. right now with when it comes to consoles. Yeah. Xbox has clearly lost the console war. If you want to go back to this, you know you know us versus them thing yeah y'all lost it's over yeah it's over so if you want this next xbox to be worth anything this is a huge thing like if they can start making because when when the rumors started coming out that they were going to take uh call of duty off of playstation mm-hmm. it was like not only does that suck for people on playstation but also that wouldn't be a good deal for xbox no. that's a huge thing that's a huge a massive massive market they they must have looked at the bottom line and was like, that's fucking Yeah, we stupid. can't do that. We can't do that. How much money they would have lost by doing that well, just to appease these fucking nerds who get upset about exclusivity? Well, it's not just that, but it's also the math you have to do that shows the value of you keeping that exclusive to your platform and having people need to buy your platform to get it. Right. But so, nobody's buying it. Right. And so I, I think they did do the math and go, all right, we're not going to get m- this many more people to buy an Xbox just for Call of Duty. Yeah. It's not going to happen. No. Because so, if you're somebody who already had a PlayStation and then let's say the next year they take Call of Duty off and make it an Xbox exclusive, do you really think people are going to pay $60 more to play the game that they already were playing? Yeah. Or I guess 70 at this point. Yeah. And then another 500 on top of that right. for the console right. to play it? Are right. you out right. of your mind? Yeah. Call of Duty ain't that it ain't that popular. Right. And on top of that, Xbox doesn't have the exclusives currently to demand that. Right. Like if there was a new Halo and a new Gears that were like 
you know, critically acclaimed. Critical darlings that were must plays. And people were already like kind of teetering on edge. Sure, maybe Call of Duty could be that uh, that that straw that breaks the camel's back, but mm-hmm. where they stand right now, it's not happening. Yeah. So, you know, I think it makes the most sense for them to go that route and to start, <clears throat> you know, expanding the base of people who who buy their products. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, especially for like online games, it's a, it's a direct win win for people who only have Xbox because you know you have a, a more lively. Uh, uh, base of, of people to play with. Mm-hmm. I don't see a downside. I really, as a, as a fan, as a gamer, quote gamer. Um, I don't see as a gamer to, girl to any of this really. Nope. So I'm really I'm crossing my fingers that this is actually going to happen. Yeah. Um, because that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. That, that would be very very cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I think long overdue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This all all this stuff should be it's it's silly at this point. Yeah. You know so. Everybody should just, you know, power to the gamers. Isn't that Microsoft's thing? Or is it, who, who, whose is that? Power to the gamers. Or is that Blockbuster? Or is it GameStop? GameStop. Yeah. It's GameStop. Yeah. Power yeah. to the gamers. Well, yeah. 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 Unless you're trying to trade something in. Yeah. 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 Then. Yeah. No. No. Okay. <clears throat> I think we got it. Uh, as far as as far as this episode is concerned, and all the things that we were going to talk about, I have to so. get another one. Yeah, I still have. It's not enough. No, it's fine. <coughs> I think I might dump this out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no spoilers. Okay, before we get into the beers, you know we got one more thing to do. But you're. And that is give you guys our cheers of the week. So, Obi, you want to start us off and let the people know, like, what's rocked your socks this week? Oh, my cheers of the week goes to uh, Persona 3. Reloaded. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> a very special relationship with Persona 3. I, uh... It's the first Persona game I I played, which is actually true for a lot of people. I, I found a lot of people didn't play one and two, mm. um, but I played three, uh, the special version of it with like more gameplay and stuff in it, called uh, Fes or Fez, and uh, it was awesome. It was it's like a reintroduction for me to the JRPG, because mm. um, you know like. Many other people of my generation, I kind of speaking of Xbox, uh, kind of went over to more of the first person shooter side of things, the Gears of War side of things for a while, mm-hmm. and then I came back home, came home to the, to the nerdy ass 120 hour JRPG, mm. and um, you know I, I I just got completely absorbed into it, into the um, the the like life sim elements of it the uh you know friendships and and bonds that you can build and the pokemon elements of it and the dungeon crawling elements of it like it all just worked like a symphony Mm. speaking of the music incredible (laughs) incredible um and then i got to the final boss couldn't beat it on first blush so I need to grind a little more, but kind of left it because I'd played already like literally 120 hours, right, or something, <laughs> something insane. And uh, so I left it for a while, 
And then um, I'd mentioned this on the show before, but unfortunately, uh, I let a uh, friend of the show, Greg, borrow my PlayStation 3. <laughs> and it got stolen from him. <clears throat> Tough. So I was about as blue-balled you could possibly be in a game. <laughs> and so I had been always looking for, a, like, an excuse to play it again, mm-hmm. but it's such an investment that I'm like, I'm not going to do that right now. Yeah. Um, and so I've been waiting, and I've been waiting, and then rumors came out that there was going to be a remake. And lo and behold, it is here. And it is gorgeous. It is perfect i love like it feels like putting on an old pair of shoes that you forgot about yeah they just fit so well uh graphically it's completely updated uh they did a a bunch of new uh voice acting in it new animations uh they redid the soundtrack but in the same spirit of the original which is awesome uh like it has a whole nine yards and i'm just thrilled having a having a joyous experience and it's great to be back and i can't wait to to finally beat this game (laughs) dying something that's been just out of reach it's been itching at me for i mean probably 10 years at this point yeah so uh yeah i'm just so happy to have it and it's like it's everything i could have hoped for all right so (laughs) and what sucks is uh such a nerd final fantasy (laughs) 7 part two is coming out the end of the month so yeah yeah, it's gonna be busy. Yeah, it's gonna be a busy month for you. Not gonna see me for a while. Yeah, Cherry. Yeah. <laughs> no dates. <laughs> Only waifu dates. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Mm, I have to. Uh, I gotta go back and read and 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 finish Final Fantasy Seven. I uh, I picked it back up. Yeah. And, and um, my. For some reason, that the the the, uh, the game file didn't, didn't transfer over to my PS5. Oh no! So I have to just start over, <sighs> and I, it's like being halfway up the mountain, and then <laughs> and then stopping for a while and be like, I'll just take a break here. Yeah. And then you wake up and you're back at the bottom, <laughs> and you're like, like it just feels like I could have finished the half, yeah. But doing it again is 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 just scary to me. It's, it's just like a daunting yeah. Yeah. thing. So I'm like not looking forward to it but i do want to pick it back up and yeah. actually finish it so i can play uh rebirth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what's called right the second one's called rebirth i think so yeah. yeah i know that there's some like stuff in between like there's some some um some prequel stuff there's, there's one one dlc that came out for it with uh yuffie yeah uh and then there is the prequel that was crisis core yeah that that they remade as well or no they they just uh updated yeah so yeah so it's basically advent children right the story no no <laughs> oh i thought advent children was a it ties into like advent children obviously is part of the final fantasy 7 storyline but it's different okay yeah well either way i have a uphill you gotta battle. know about zach is the thing yeah that's yeah yeah, yeah. zach is like the reason why everything kind of is the catalyst for a lot of st- okay yeah yeah sorry uh okay so my cheers of the week is going to schoolboy q Mm. he's back my favorite member of tde Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
back with a new album, Blue Lips, coming March 1st. I love Schoolboy Q. And uh, I don't have much to say in this in this cheers other than the fact that like this the the year has started off really hot. <laughs> like there's a lot yeah. of stuff that's but I don't know if you saw my tweet, but like there's a lot of stuff that's supposed to be coming out. There's a rumored Most Def album. Mm-hmm. There's Heems. If you ever listen to Das Racist, um, he's you know a guy's been around for a long time. Um, He's got a new album. He 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 basically semi retired from rap for a long time, and then you know came back. So he's got a new album coming out. The Schoolboy Q album is coming out. I mean, there's just like a lot of, lot, you know, hip hop is starting pretty hot. And ironically, <clears throat> that Killer Mike wins, he sweeps the Grammys. Yeah, and it's like this real hip hop quote unquote album. And you got all these people who are like, who's Killer Mike? And fuck this and blah, 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 blah. All and, stands. Yeah. All stands came out the woodwork. And and it's just really funny that like, you know, you get into this first quarter of of of, uh, of the year and like all this real hippity hop stuff. And it's like, man, a lot of cool shit is about to come out in that same vein. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude. Not if you as good as Utopia. Bro, not as good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's Killer Mike? Name five Killer Mike songs right now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, the 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 first couple of singles are already out. He's already got like cool like teaser videos for them and yeah. stuff. And yeah, I mean, I just just can't wait, man. Just can't just can't wait. I I revisit I revisit Blank Face, and even Crash Talk. Even uh, Crash Talk's okay. It's mm. not as good as I mean Blank Face is just an yeah incredible yeah. album. Crash Talk is okay, but there's a couple of songs. There's some really high highs. On uh, on Crash Talk, and uh, yeah, to this day, to this day, to this day, I revisit those albums. So, man, can't wait. Blue Lips, March first. You're welcome for the free promotion. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. Nice. All right. Nice. Let's talk about this beer. Okay. Tonight's brew was from Blake's Hard Cider Company. It was their oops watermelon heat wave? You did that on purpose. <sighs> I would just shake them up and toss them <laughs> out the window. Obi, what'd you think of this? Cider. I think I have a question. Okay. Why'd you do this to us? <laughs> okay. This year is the year of getting weird. You like that? Mm-hmm. The year of weird. Mm-hmm. I think that we should, as we've talked about, get a little bit more esoteric, a little a little more outside of our box, a little more. You know, we do some farmhouse stuff. Sure. Some, some beer to guard, some saisons, mm-hmm. some sours. I mean, you brought a sour last week. I did, yeah. And it was good. Yeah. And I think that we should and could do more stuff that's outside of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like to be challenged, <laughs> then next week I'll bring an IPA. Okay. It's fine. I mean, it's my week to bring a beer, but feel free. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> um, I, I, I like the watermelon flavor. Mm. I really do. And that's what you get first. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is going to be actually really good. Mm-hmm. Refreshing, sweet, a little sour. Mm-hmm. And then that spice just creeps up in the back of your tongue. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate that because mm-hmm. it's like it 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 it's like a switcheroo on you. Mm. I'd prefer almost if it was all spice, yeah, because that way you know what you're getting the entire time. It's like they they give you something so beautiful and then just ruin it. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't think it's as bad as I'm saying, but that's how I felt in my heart. Yeah. When I first tasted it. That's the only thing you can follow is your heart. I I wouldn't recommend this for anyone who has my my palate. I <laughs> I mean, I I do like the watermelon flavor. Maybe there is just a straight up watermelon version of this, mm-hmm. in which case I would recommend that. But as it stands, I I'm gonna give it a two and a half. I mean, I I I hate to be. Um, uh, this is this is the two, two and a half is middle of the ground. It it's below that. Okay, it's a two. It's All a right. Two. Well, then that's where we can differ because I literally was gonna say the exact same, th- almost verbatim what yeah. you just said. Yeah. It starts off delicious. Like, like you said, refreshing. It's, 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 I mean, I love watermelon and it, it just was, it started off so good. And then that chili in the back, it just, it doesn't work. (laughs) Exactly. It just doesn't work in with a real watermelon and and real chili powder, a little bit of cayenne on a watermelon. Great. Yeah. Or tahine. Or tahine. Oh, come on. You know? melon and a, and, and, and tahine mm-hmm. but in a drink i mean i don't i'm not a i don't really like spicy drinks to begin yeah, with yeah 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 same so okay i will say this given that fact if you do like say uh um spicy marg spicy margs bloody mary bloody marys you might dig this actually yeah, yeah. now that now that i'm thinking about it if that's your if that's your wave if that's your kick yeah you might like this. It's not super hot. I don't want to, you know, uh, make people. No, it's not the heat level. It's 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 just that it it sits back there on on like on the back of your tongue. It's the finish that it just lingers there. It's yeah. not hot. It just tastes like chili. Yeah. So it's, it it just doesn't it just doesn't work. Yeah. It's not refreshing. It makes you want to keep drinking and and but and, but then you keep putting that fucking flavor in yeah. the back of your uh, tongue. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think the chili ruined it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sorry to these guys. I I can tell that they're pro- probably their other ciders are fantastic probably, because yeah. this starts off really good. Yeah. The, the watermelon flavor great. of it yeah. is great. But that chili, man, just it, it's like it's like watching somebody cook and you're like, "Oh shit, that's oh, mashed potatoes and this." And they're like making you know, a chicken salad. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, they've got all the ingredients. And then they start dropping those raisins in. You're Oof. like, God damn it. You had it. It was going so well. And you can't pick it out. And you can't pick it out. Yeah. You can't pick it out. You just got to deal with it. So I'm going to give it a two and a half. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So again, I, I wouldn't recommend this either. Yeah. But uh, I would recommend it to people who, like we said, like like those drinks that aforementioned sure. uh, flavor profile. But if you... If you've been listening to the show long enough and you kind of understand what we like, if you know us in real life, mm-hmm. or if you've even you look, you know, you've you've listened to the scores and you hear like what stuff that we're digging, and kind of formulate, oh, this guy likes this, this guy likes that, um, you can kind of give yourself a good idea of like if this is if this is good for you or not. Right. If you are following my advice or Obi's advice, we do not recommend this cider. No. Unfortunately. So, a two for you and a two and a half for me. That's right. You think we got it? I know we got it. Well, if Obi says we got it, then it's over. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer or ciders and have yourself a beautiful week. We love you. 
<clears throat> just goes like a <laughs> 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 